Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. I have been young and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. Psalms chapter 37 verse 25. Those who seek the Lord and do what he says is right, despite what they might think is right, they will be set up to thrive in hard times, while those who trust in their own wisdom and wants do suffer greatly, because that what they thought was right will fail them severely. Therefore will God teach them to seek him, to put their trust in him, and to follow his leading and not that of their own vain imaginations. In Jeremiah chapter 25, verse 4, the Lord says that he sent unto them his servant, the prophets, rising them up early before the time of calamity and sending them to the people, but that the people did not hearken nor incline their ear unto them. They did not move in the wisdom that comes from having a fear of the Lord. In Lamentations chapter 2, verse 18, It says, the heart crieth unto the Lord, O wall of the daughter of Zion, let tears run down like a river day and night. Give thyself no rest. Let not the apple of thine eye cease. Arise, cry out in the night, in the beginning of the watches. Pour out thine heart like water before the face of the Lord. Lift up thy hands towards him for the life of thy young children that faint for hunger in the tops of every street. Israel was facing a national judgment in this passage. They were lamenting. There were hard times coming upon the people, which is always the case when a nation strays away from obeying the teachings of Scripture, which are meant to keep men producing the peaceable fruits of righteousness. But when they allow wickedness to come in, then God steps back, removes his hedge of protection, and allows them to suffer the consequences of their own decisions. So just like Israel faced in this time, so do we and many nations face a coming financial crisis, lack, starvation, depression, lockdowns, shutdowns, Things will start changing again. So is the pattern of the consequence of sin. But in Mount Zion, which represents the habitation of the righteous remnant, there will be deliverance. For there will be provision for those who seek him early while he may be found and get into the right position to ride this thing out. Oh, my friends, seek him now and find out what that position is for you. For his eyes are ever on the righteous, but his face is turned away from those who do not seek his face. The wicked, the prideful, and the self-righteous will not fare well in the coming days. Make sure that you are in the right position following the leading of the right spirit. Because the church is about to enter into a national wilderness. It's happened before and it will happen again.
we are not exempt from God's righteous judgments. The righteous, however, among us already know and are ready for this. Having sought the Lord, gotten a word, obeyed, and stood in faith on it. They will enter into it praising, but the prideful and lazy who have not sought him, but chosen to trust in their own labors, abilities, wisdom, and intellect to save them, will enter into it weeping and gnashing their teeth. Oh, my friend, the time of preparation has passed. Get ready. Get on your knees. Embrace yourself. The crash. Psalms chapter 34 verse 15 says, The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. Yet the face of the Lord is against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all of their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such that are of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth them out of them all. Oh, get in your prayer closet and get into right standing with Jesus because he promised us in Matthew chapter 10 verse 19 that not one sparrow falls to the ground without our heavenly father knowing about it and that every hair of our head is numbered by him. He says, therefore fear ye not for ye are of more value to him than many sparrows. He is here. For those who fear him. But his hand is moving against the wicked. Jeremiah chapter 25 verse 13 tells us this. And I will bring upon the land all my words which I have pronounced against it. Even all that is written in this book which Jeremiah hath prophesied against all the nations. For many nations and great kings shall serve themselves of them also, and I will recompense them according to their deeds and according to the works of their own hands. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel unto me, take the wine cup of this fury at my hand and cause all nations to whom I shall send thee to drink it. And they shall drink it and be moved and be mad because of the sword that I will send among them. Yet Jesus warns us that when we see these things begin to happen, that we should look up and rejoice because it means that our redemption draweth nigh. Yes, things will be shaken, but if we stand with him, then we will not be shaken, nor will we be overtaken. In Second Peter chapter 2 verse 9, it says, The Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. God can do both at the same time. He is omnipotent, omnipresent. He is beyond our comprehension. He makes a way where there is no way, rivers in the desert and paths in the wilderness. Oh, put your faith. In Jesus, in the verses prior to the one that I just read, Peter mentions both Noah and Lot. 
both of these men lived in lands marked for judgment. God had been patient, even positioning Noah and Lot among the wicked, with a commission to preach repentance, that the guilty might cry out for deliverance in humility and be redeemed from the curse that was fast approaching them. Yet did they continue to strive to save themselves, or even mock and scoff the warnings that God gave them through these lowly men, not being willing to simply repent, turn away from their sins, and put their hope of salvation in God, His word, his will, or his ways. So judgment came in one day. For both Noah and for Lot, the destruction came very suddenly, but not unexpectedly. They had been warning and had warned others. God had prepared them with provision and positioning that would ensure their preservation. Sometimes... Judgment for a wicked thing must need come, because that the ratio of wickedness against the righteous is simply too great to justify redeeming the time any further. Yet does God still know how to rescue and preserve the righteous man out of it, just like he did for Lot and for Noah? So even when you have preached repentance and it seems like no one has listened, do not despair or feel as though your labors were in vain. God spoke and you obeyed. Therefore, the very act of preaching it has fulfilled your purpose, maintained your right standing and saved your own souls and those of your household from that very judgment just like it did for Lot and for Noah. So stand for truth and preach righteousness, whether they listen to you or not. It's not about numbers or followers or even acceptance. It's about faith, trust, allegiance, and obedience. Fulfill the mission and stay in right standing doing it. Because even if only you and your family are saved, it's still worth it. He will preserve his saints. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 6 tells us this, For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walketh uprightly, and keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. In Psalms chapter 31, verse 32, he gives us this promise, O love the Lord, all ye his saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful and plentifully rewardeth the proud doer. In Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 18, we're given this warning. He says, When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Yet if thou warn that wicked man, and he turn not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked ways, 
shall he die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy own soul. You see, my friend, this is the truth of the matter, that even if nobody listens to a word you're preaching, you're still doing the work of the kingdom. You're still releasing a witness. You're giving them a choice and space for repentance. If they choose to reject it, that's not on you. You've done your part, and God will honor it. Because as we said before, the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment. He can pour out blessing, power, protection, and provision, and wrath, and judgment, and dethrone the wicked from the same cup. So great is his omnipotent justice. He is a strong tower that the righteous run into and they are saved. He is a safe place to put your faith. He has abundant grace stored up for the hour of trouble. But the way that we access it is through prayer and through praise ahead of the need of it. Prayer is like a reservoir. As we pray, it's like the rains that come down and it fills up a reservoir so that in the difficult times we can draw from it, from the things that he spoke to us, from the things that we experienced, from the things that he put into our hearts of all of the times that he's been faithful before so that we can assuredly say that everything that we have seen causes us to trust him for everything that has not yet come to be. That he is good, that he is faithful, that he is God and he is surely able and that he truly does preserve his righteous remnant. He will make a way where there is no way, rivers in the desert, paths in the wilderness. He will make the crooked way straight. He will move mountains. He will toss the seas. He will move the very stars of heaven if need be. But he will keep his covenants, his promises are sure. His word will not fail you. So let your faith endure. Lord, we know that you are good and that you have promised to preserve the saints. Help us to have faith that what you have spoken, you will accomplish. There is not one of us that you have forgotten. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.